What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. After a divorce, years of not recognizing my worth, and thanks to a series of divine connections, I discovered my purpose was to heal in a different way. If you're looking to live the life of your dreams, you're in the right place. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how, through your human design, my life coaching skills, and spirituality. The payoff is big, and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hello, and welcome to the first podcast of Evolve or Remain. I am so excited to be here with you and to be bringing this podcast to you. It has been a dream of mine, and I'm so grateful to myself that I decided to move forward with this process, and I'm deeply humbled and downright honored that you're here. I chose to name my business Evolve or Remain Life Coaching, and of course, the name of this podcast, because I look at life as a series of choices that we have. And I've come to this realization quite recently after falling many times. So I am in no way saying I'm perfect or I have mastered decision-making. Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm just shining a light on something so important that I want to share this first because I believe it is life-changing. I think that once we recognize the power we hold in making decisions, that align with what we want or don't want, we begin to take control of our lives and things begin to shift in a way we never expected. Making decisions is our power and this power shapes our lives. In doing so, we will begin to become more mindful in general as this focuses us to take a step back and think about what we're doing. Making decisions is something we get to do, not something that happens to us. And the important piece here is that decisions are the roadmap to getting what we want. And don't we all want to live our fullest, most authentic life? Knowing how to connect with ourselves and make decisions from a place that is empowered is so important to living fully and completely. So this is the space for me to share with you all of the goodness that I've learned about healing the body, mind, and spirit. I want you to feel informed and in control of your life and your own ability to heal. And when I talk about healing, physical healing is really a byproduct of the healing modalities that I will be presenting, offering, and discussing throughout these podcast episodes. We have so much more control of our healing than we realize, and I want to empower you to address that and awaken it within yourself. So what does this all really mean, right? Like, let's look at this. Let's look at decision-making. First, I must say, there's always going to be instances and events 
that come up that we don't like the choices that are presented to us. But either way, we make a choice and then we move from there. The idea of things happening to us is a victim mentality. And there is no room for that here, period. My hope is that when we start to look at our lives as though we are in the driver's seat by being able to make these decisions, we recognize that we have more control than we ever thought we did. Sure, things are going to happen that we don't like. It doesn't mean that we have control of everything that happens to us, but we do have control of how we deal with it and the choices that we make affect us deeply. With that control comes empowerment, and we can then embody who we are meant to become and live fully and manifest the life that we want. So let's talk about some examples of decisions that may arise for people, okay? Of course, some of those choices are really quite basic, right? Like, do I want cream and sugar in my coffee today, or do I just want black coffee? Or do I wear the beige top or do I wear the red sweater? Those are very simple. They seem like very simple choices. They don't seem to have major repercussions and the potential to pave a way for different events to happen, right? But here's an example of the impact that that decision could have. So I take my coffee black because I'm in intermittent fasting and I When I put milk in my coffee, that technically breaks my fast. By breaking my fast, that may mean that I'm not following through with a promise I made to myself that I was going to fast until one o'clock, which in turn allows me to control my metabolism. And that has been a big health goal of mine while I'm battling all these menopausal hormonal symptoms that I'm having as a mid 50 year old woman. Another example So choosing to wear the red sweater instead of the beige top, okay? Well, perhaps that makes me feel more alive and more passionate. Without even realizing it, I may be behaving differently because I'm wearing the red sweater. I'm making connections with people because maybe they noticed that I'm wearing something bright and I got their attention and then we have an interaction that's interesting or pivotal in my day. Just as an example But thinking about how these simple choices can really shift things. So a more, let's say, meaningful choice might look like this. For somebody who has been trying to work on their public speaking skills and their confidence or comfort in front of others, a choice might be to volunteer to give a presentation at work, okay? They might not want to do it, but they're choosing to step outside their comfort zone, choosing to make a step in the direction of growth and change. They can choose not to volunteer, sure, but then they aren't following through with a promise or a goal that they have made to themselves. And that, my friends, is the essence of this podcast. It is my belief that we can go through our lives and wonder why we aren't getting or manifesting what we want. The answer lies in choosing to take action choosing to step out of our comfort zone, choosing to evolve, and eventually to manifest the life of our dreams. However, notice the word comfort here. Stepping out of our comfort zones means we will not be comfortable. In other words, we'll be uncomfortable. This is where most, maybe 90% of people just stop. This is the remain part of the title, 
to actually choose to be uncomfortable, that takes a drive, a motivation of some sort. It comes from either a certain type of person who is very driven or someone who has been in a place for so long that they just can't stay there for any longer and they are ready to evolve or grow to the next stage. Either way, this type of living is not for the faint of heart. This is for the warriors, but I do believe that we are all capable of living it, that we are all warriors inside or possibly have that opportunity to be one. I believe that most of us need support and encouragement and actually love in different forms from those around us and from ourselves to achieve our goals and to evolve. Sure, we have to share with those around us our goals so they know where to provide support and love. And this is exactly what coaches are for, to provide the support that you need that you might not be able to get from those around you. Maybe they're not in a place where they are able to give it, depending upon where they are in their lives, or maybe you just don't have people who are able to provide that support for you. We as coaches, or at least good coaches, are able to see you as the best version of yourself. In that way, we are here to find those blind spots, things that you can't see in yourself because of old patterns and conditioning. We're here to question things that you would never question. Coaches are here to tell you the hard thing, and I would argue it's a coach's job to tell you the hard thing. It's not your family member or your friend's job to tell you what's holding your back. They may not be able to see it either. Coaches are able to dig in and help you uncover why and sit with you while you look inward and question your darkest self. We are okay to sit in the ugliness with you while you work through it. Why? We've done it too. And we know how revolutionary it is to do the hard thing, make the climb, get to the summit and see the view. Okay, next I have a story for you. And I can't believe this came up for me when I was looking to write this first podcast, but it did. And we're going to start here. Okay, so here we go. It's 1987. And I am a 19-year-old sophomore at the University of Pittsburgh. We're in an anthro anthropology elective class with Dr. Richard Scaglian, who is a cultural anthropology professor. Cultural anthropologists study societies and their development. This requires that they often reside with these tribes for extended periods of time, perhaps six months to a year, before returning back to their prospective universities to compile the information they gathered to publish, present, etc., The tribe that Dr. Scaglian studied was the Abalam, who reside in Papua New Guinea. If you're unfamiliar with Papua New Guinea, you are not alone. It's quite remote. It's in Oceania, which is in the southwestern Pacific. Through learning about other cultures and societies, how the societies are arranged hierarchically, whether matriarchal or patriarchal, the rites of passage of that society, and other forms of organization of cultures will create a mirror into our own worlds. By seeing how others live and what works and what doesn't work for them and why, we are then able to see the same in ourselves. 
Professionals like Dr. Skaglian trade years of their lives that could be spent with family and friends back in the comfort of their home countries and their surroundings for the knowledge of the greater good. In doing so, they're also performing what I call their soul journey, let's say, and doing what lights their fire by studying these peoples who live remotely. Knowing that without Dr. Skaglian's time, energy, research, and careful organization of his information, the world would be lacking the ability to peer inside the world of the Avalon. He's allowing us to see ourselves with a different lens by providing us information about the Avalon. He has completed his soul journey, and we have gained valuable insight. So back to 19-year-old me. At that time, I felt I could conquer the world, do anything I wanted. I was finally free from my parents' grasp, living in the big city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but independently, and I still felt free and downright invincible. All the things. Sounds ridiculous now, but I felt that way in the late 1980s. The world, well, it was truly a different place than it is now. Life was there for me to gobble it up. It's no wonder that this anthropology class hit just right at the time. It was perfectly exotic and escapist. I know that at that time, I was unable to piece together why this class and why Dr. Skaglian's work was so meaningful to me. Sure, it was interesting. He was an engaging and energetic professor who was well-liked and whose classes were well-attended. The subject matter was exotic and wholly fascinating. But for this information to arise out of nowhere 36 years later, as I set out to plan this first episode of my life's work, my soul journey, this podcast, this came to mind. And I have to tell you, it hit me so hard when this came up for me, I almost doubled over. I wasn't expecting it at all. What I can and I will say was that I was enthralled to learn about this tribe who lived across the globe and who had many parallels to our society, and of course, many differences. But the point here is that I felt lit up and excited for my future. If Dr. Skaglian could have this type of career, doing something that lit his soul on fire, I could too. Why was I any different than anyone else? Travel, explore the world and people, different cultures. Sure, I could do that. No, that didn't mean that I wanted to become an anthropologist, but I was motivated and wanted to explore and wanted options. The concept of no limits. I wanted to be able to have choices and be able to control my choices. This class and Dr. Skaglian represented to me the possibility of what I could accomplish in the beautiful life that lay before me. I hadn't been exposed to traveling much at this point in my life, just locally on the East Coast and around the Philadelphia area where I was raised. I went down the shore. I was able to visit the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania, trip to Cape Cod when I had gone to Disney World. But at that point in my life, that was about it. I guess that for someone who had traveled mostly via books, this anthropology class was a new exposure to parts of the world which I had little familiarity, a representation of the possibility of what could be, what could be accomplished in the beautiful life that lay before me, the possibility of places I could go, people I could connect with who lived oceans, 
even jungles and forests away from me who spoke languages I could barely fathom, beings whose daily experiences were just completely unfamiliar to mine. In sum, as a young woman, the world was out there for me to devour, and this anthro class was a stunning display of what the world offered. So what happened, you ask? I wasn't really aware of how important my decisions were at the time. I wasn't thinking that deciding to take a semester abroad may have brought me closer to living this wild and exotic life and certainly would have opened my mind to vaster landscapes and different cultures. Other issues got in my way too, of course, thinking that staying on campus to be with my boyfriend at the time was the best choice. I was thinking too much about these choices and probably acting out of fear instead of love for what I truly wanted. I wasn't connected enough to myself to really go for it. So I stayed back and chose not to take the leap. I saved my traveling for a few years later and then was able to really dive into that. But my point here is that there is a time when I felt like I could do anything I wanted. Unfortunately, I overthought and acted out of fear, which is what we all tend to do when it comes to a choice that is uncomfortable and scary because it's new and we would be venturing into uncharted waters. But the good news is that I was able to find my way back. Well, that really is true, my loves. It is. The tricky part is figuring it out and knowing how to do that. So what about you? Can you relate to this desire to live a life that feels fulfilled and complete in which you're sharing your gifts in a way that feels good to you? Who doesn't, right? Do you ever think about what you wanted as a 19 or 25-year-old? Maybe what you wanted sounds ridiculous now. Maybe you still want that thing. Maybe you want something else. I am a person who has always felt longings. Now I know that this isn't going to resonate with everyone, but I've always had feelings of longing and felt drawn to explore and live differently, even if my needs are fully met in my current situation. Do you ever feel a longing for something? Is there a longing to be fulfilled in you? Do you ever feel a whisper inside yourself telling that you that you should or shouldn't do something? I believe that it's our birthright to have what our soul desires, to listen to those whispers, that our soul came here for a purpose, and it's our duty to carry that out. We should all have access to whatever our soul desires. And if we aren't sure, and most of us have lost our way, I sure did, there's a way back. There's a way to figure out what will make you feel complete and whole or a new sense of wholeness. So how do we connect with the soul and find our soul calling? There are various ways of aligning and connecting with ourselves in a deeper way. It begins with a connection to the body. I will be providing information regarding various different methods and frameworks of how to do this in future episodes of this podcast. But the one important first step is that the way to do this isn't by thinking about it. Yeah, sure, you have to make the decision that you want to do it, but it's by reconnecting with your body. 
we have become so disconnected with ourselves and have resorted to various numbing behaviors, which only pulls us further away. It is my mission to provide this information so that I can help reconnect. And reconnecting with our bodies is the key to figuring out our purpose. I woke up and discovered this connection in an unforgettable way. I had been disconnected from my body and my true self for so long, I had no idea what my body needed. Then a moment of truth arose, one of the most momentous and important moments of my life, and I was forced to speak my mind after years of people-pleasing and feeling unworthy, and my body screamed the truth at me, and I finally listened. And guess what happened? My entire life shifted. And as I began to make decisions from a different space, a space of connection with my body and a space of knowing. And that, my friends, is why I am here today talking to you and doing this podcast. I know I'm not alone, that I spent years being told what I wanted, what I was supposed to be doing, so that I didn't really even think about what I might want to do. You know, like you get good grades and you get into a good college and you land a great job and maybe you meet your soulmate and everything will work out. That's some of the conditioning that I never questioned. And I realize that this is coming from a space that's quite entitled and I am very grateful for the situation that I was in and that this does not apply to everyone. But if I were to say... Yeah, sure, I want to travel to the South Pacific and meet different people and connect with them, eat their food and talk about my life and talk about their lives and compare. My family would have laughed and said I was nuts. You feel me here. That conditioning, it blocks us from being able to see inside, to feel inside all the things that we're supposed to feel so that we understand ourselves and figure out what we want to do, how we want to live and how we don't want our lives to be. Decisions are blocked because of this conditioning and because of the fear of what others will think if I do the different thing or take a different path. Does this resonate? That feeling of wanting more out of your life and being able to relate to that 19-year-old Lisa who was dreaming of traveling and connecting with exotic tribal peoples? What that really means is that there was a zest of life, a joie de vivre, that was there at one point and was lost along the way, that just fell flat after years of the daily grind. It happens. We even forget that we ever felt the longing, ever. It just fades. Well, I believe that we can reconnect with ourselves, even after many years of disconnect. All we need is the will and the desire to try. It helps to have that knowing there is something more out there for you, a life of connection with what you were designed to do, with what your soul is calling. So what do you want from your one precious life? That is really the point of this first podcast. That is really what I'm trying to dig into here. If you feel like this all sounds great, but I really don't know how to start making the right decisions, 
I want to have a more fulfilling life, but I don't really even know what I want or where to start. I can help you with that. You can just click on the link in the show notes and you can schedule a call with me and we can begin the reconnection process. The first step is always awareness. And if you're thinking about doing this, then you have already taken the first and most important step to change and reconnection. What I can say is I have been there. It is dark and it's ugly and no one gets it. I definitely had some support from family and friends and really appreciated that, but I didn't have anyone who really was going through the same thing who could help in the way that I needed it. None of them at the time were going through it too, and that would have been so helpful and something I would have needed and cherished. If someone could have said, do it this way, this is the next step, I would have listened. I did what felt right for me and figured it out over time. But if I had someone making recommendations, things would have progressed more quickly. Just to name a few tools and frameworks that I have found resonate with me, which I will be speaking of in the future, are one, frequency healing, using a device called Healy, which just happens to be my name and it's not something anyone in my family created. It was a divine discovery and a sign in my life. Healy is a quantum tool that every client of mine will receive. It is a wearable bioenergetic frequency device that uses a quantum sensor to deliver individualized microcurrent frequencies to your cells and energy field in order to bring the body, mind, emotions, and energy back into balance. It has changed my life and has done the same for many souls around the world who have had the opportunity to incorporate it into their journeys. Other tools that my coaching will provide over the course of our experience will be the use of human design to understand ourselves and our purpose, as well as the gene keys and various other spirituality methods. If anything that I have mentioned sounds like it would be interesting or lights you up in any way, let's talk. We can discuss what hasn't been working for you and why. We can talk about how we can get things moving for you in a direction that feels aligned and connected. What we will do is we'll find out different areas of your life that are out of balance, what you aren't feeling good about, talk about what's missing, and through my coaching process, we will find a balance and a new way of living. We can see what a coaching relationship could do to provide you with some clarity into what your soul has been seeking. You owe it to your soul to determine what it came to this life to accomplish. Our ego and our minds get in the way, and that is where the problems begin. So cheers to you, Dr. Skaglian. We all loved you. You represented a life of richness and fullness that was embodied and connected to others of different cultures. You sought to serve the collective by bringing all that knowledge back to others to learn and grow and change. If you know that you want to make a change and you are ready to find how to feel more connected to your soul purpose, or if any of what I have said here just resonates with you, click on the link in the show notes. I would love to be a part of your healing journey. You will feel fulfilled, more complete, and embody the new you. Sending love to all of you. See you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, 
I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.